You're listening to season one of By Shawnita, Natural Sisters novella, My Crowning Glory, chapter one. I slammed down so hard on the brake pedal, I broke the thong on my flip-flops. My favorite flip-flops. It took me three summers to find those flip-flops. And here I go breaking them, running late for an interview. I can't remember if I got them online or offline. Never mind. If I don't get out of this car, I'll be in the unemployment line. My earrings match my necklace. Check. My deodorant held up through traffic. Check. Flip-flops replaced with favorite black leather platform pumps. Check. I'm not proud or ashamed that my mama pulled strings to get this interview for the fellowship. Janie Collins happened to be my mother's sorority sister. I exited my car and managed the cutest fast walk to Miss Collins' office possible without falling. Everything I studied and worked for all of my life led up to one meeting with a woman my mother knew from her sorority. In my mind, the first job I'd have would be the result of my stellar style, brilliant interview answers, and charismatic interview skills. Not a line sister hookup from my mama. When the application for a fellowship interview was mailed off, my father suggested I employ the revolutionary concept of using my parents' connections. They respected my protest until the final form letter thanking me for my application arrived in the mail. Ten days later, I strolled into the Federal Health Foundation offices of Macon, Georgia, in need of a job. The day I told my dad about inspecting my tissue under the microscope in fourth grade, he told me to start saving for medical school. In his mind, people fascinated with germs, bacteria, and viruses belonged in a doctor's office with an M and a D behind their name. It took me three years in college to work up the courage to tell him the thought of being a doctor made my skin crawl faster than centipedes. My dad jumped up and clicked his heels when I found out how much money I'd saved in preparation for medical school under his keen financial eye, I wanted to jump up and kick my heels. Good morning. I smiled as I whizzed through the double doors of the FHF building. Good morning. Place your purse on the conveyor. A tall, fine brother waved me through the scanner and searched my belongings for security reasons. I enjoyed being frisked as the as much as the next girl, but I'm sure Wilson would be feeling some kind of way about me letting some tall, bald-head rent-a-cop grope me for a cheap thrill. Thank you, ma'am. Do you know where you're going? The security guard said. Janie Collins on the third floor. I tried not to stare at his flawless skin. Elevators are around the corner. I'll call to let her know you're here. He smiled. Thanks. I flashed a smile and climbed onto the elevator with a good feeling about my interview. No one wanted me to get this interview more 
than Wilson. Sometimes I wondered what I did to deserve such a supportive boyfriend. His curly hair, butterscotch skin, and smooth baritone voice gave me countless reasons to carve time out for him every weekend. I believed we would have cute little brown babies. He hinted to wanting more from our relationship than college sweetheart status. My parents liked his parents and his parents adored me. His mother and I already spent time together without him. Only thing sweeter than how our families interacted was the way he attended to my every need. A girl couldn't dream of a better boyfriend than Wilson. If she did, it would only be Wilson with chiseled muscles and a few inches taller because a man could never be too fine or too tall. A giggle escaped as I rehearsed the answers to the standard interview questions Portia and I practiced all weekend. I anticipated being questioned about everything from my five-year plan to my social media expertise. Portia drilled me on all of the fine points of interview etiquette so well, I wondered if I should have received a shot of Novocaine. The receptionist waited behind a lobby desk. May I help you, young lady? Anissa links. I have an appointment with Janie Collins. I rocked back and forth. Have a seat, Miss Lynx, the receptionist said. I wanted to wipe the smug look at my four-inch platform pumps and trendy business suit from her face. But I knew office violence before I interviewed might hinder me from making a good impression. My phone occupied my time as I waited. I'd finished my fourth game of Fruit Ninja when I heard a door open. Anissa? An older version of a woman I recognized from my mother's college pictures stood inside of the doorway of an office several feet away from the receptionist station. I waved at her as all of the confidence oozing from me seconds ago disappeared. Hi, Miss Collins. How is your mom? Miss Collins motioned toward a chair. She's good. She sends her love. My feet tapped out the rhythm to single ladies. Good. So let's get down to business. Miss Collins pulled out a legal pad. There aren't many candidates for this internship. I've looked at the applicants and interviewed the other two with the most potential earlier today. So you'll have the benefit of knowing if I'm going to go with you or one of them by the end of this interview. The room felt smaller. No one mentioned anything about getting her decision today. Most fellowship decisions came via a letter where my tears of disappointment or happy dance happened in private. Maybe I wanted to wait it out a few days. Yeah, right. Awesome. My lips moved and made words, but don't expect me to remember anything I said in response to Ms. Collins. My emotions teetered on the brink of panic and excitement under the weight of the results of the interview. Zoe's cheekbones made supermodels jealous. Her skin made estheticians drool. Height alone stopped her from being America's next top model or magazine vixen. Nothing and no one could tell me she wouldn't have been splayed all over the hood of someone's car as an ornament of seduction. Lucky for us.
49 inches doesn't look good on more than Twitter and Facebook. And 59 inches, barely. Ebony sashayed in behind Zoe, looking like a million bucks despite being on a tighter budget than a politician is after a failed campaign. She wouldn't win any model competitions, but her height and build made every girl we knew in high school, including Zoe, glow with jealousy. Lean legs and cinched waist without counting calories doing crunches or driving by fitness centers. Enough to make any sane woman scream. Good thing I'm too crazy to be jealous of her figure. A to the Nissa. Zoe air kissed and sat across from me. So are we wallowing our sorrows or toasting to the champagne life? Government employees don't live the champagne life. More like in boxed wine comfort. No longer able to hold it in, I grinned and squealed. Miss Collins says I should enjoy my fellowship with her department very much. Zoe and Ebony jumped up and down in their seats as if they wanted sweepstakes. My heart skipped a beat as I watched the fourth amigo to our friend square approach our booth. Congratulations, Nissa. She shooed me over in the booth. I heard y'all at the front of the club. When do you start? I won't know all of the details until I receive the letter from Miss Collins. You guys don't post anything on FB or Twitter because I haven't told my parents or Wilson yet and I want it to be a surprise when I spring it on him. Part of being almost best friends with my honey made telling my girls first a problem. Hard to explain the bond of friends since elementary school to someone you fall in love with in college. Jeesh, Anissa, that boy needs to grow some man parts. We've known you since before you were in love with Dwayne Wade. You still wear his jersey and he is booed up with that actress. Zoe giggled. Don't be catty, Z. Goodness, I love me some Dwayne. But his game is tight. No other reason. He is a good father too. My man Wilson is no chump. My arms crossed in spite of my protests. I haven't crushed on Dwayne Wade since my first year of college. That crush is nothing compared to the obsession you still have with Shamar Moore, Zoe. My goodness, he is your phone screensaver, computer wallpaper, and Facebook cover. We had to talk you down from photoshopping yourself into a picture with him for your Tumblr background. Portia laughed. Don't hate. I'm the perfect height for Mr. Moore, and the rest of the package doesn't even need mentioning. As soon as I run to him in Hotlanta, his babies and heart are mine. Zoe rolled her eyes and sipped from the drink the waiter sat in front of her when I wasn't looking. Yep, and Anissa is gonna dump Wilson when we go see the Falcons play the Heat. Ebony guffawed. The Hawks? I blinked in confusion. I said it right. Ebony sniggled. Speaking of Hotlanta, I want some tickets to the World Natural Hair Show and we should all go as part of an extended celebration for our girl becoming a distinguished fellow of the FHF courtesy of her amazing resume and dedication to excellence. Portia lifted her glass and motioned for everyone else at the table to join her. Yeah, it didn't hurt that the head chicken charge and her mother were lying sisters in the pumpkin and teal. Zoe sniggled. My mother... Being a member of Sis Fi Sis may have helped me get the interview, but I secured the position. Thank you. I fought the urge to pop my friend in the back of the head and clink glasses. 
The show sounds like fun, Portia. I'd love to go. Well, when one celebrates, we all celebrate. I will find a sitter and we'll ride out early next Saturday morning. Who knows? D. Wade and Shamar Moore may be in town as celebrity guests. They've had all kind of stars at their events, Ebony said. It's a date. I won't be able to go to the movies with you guys Friday. I can't leave Wilson unattended the entire weekend or I'll hear about it all week long. Reading menus to avoid eye contact is one of my best avoidance techniques in public. Don't make any sense for a grown man to be that needy. Zoe clucked her tongue. You say needy. I say attentive. Call it what you want. His ringtone for me is ain't no chick like the one I got. And I intend to keep it that way. A wave of my hand brought the server to our table and cut off Zoe's reply. She came off sharp sometimes, but I always believed she was still hurt from Derek breaking her heart senior year of high school a month after her brother died. Three years into the relationship and Wilson continued to open doors for me. Two of my friend's boyfriends stopped pulling out chairs and opening car doors as soon as they passed the one year anniversary mark, especially if they sampled the cookie. Add Wilson's resemblance to Terrence Howard and you can imagine the smile on my face when I'm in his presence. So, what is with the million watt smile? Wilson pulled my chair out for me. You've kept me in suspense all week long. Did you get the internship? The waiter approached the table. Good evening, folks. Welcome to the bistro. I'd be happy to take your drink orders. Wilson cleared his throat. I'll have a Merlot and she'll have a Cabernet. The urge to roll my eyes almost overtook me, but I stopped it just shy of the rim of my eye. Thank you, but I prefer a Pinot Noir. Wait, should we hold off an order of champagne to celebrate? Wilson signaled for the server to wait. That won't be necessary. The server left the table as I shook my head. Thank you for moving our movie date up to Friday. You're enjoying this torture, aren't you? Is that what I have to look forward to in our marriage? You drawing out news to tease and titillate me into frenzy? Wilson leaned across the table. Stop that, Wilson. Of course not. I just wanted to wait until we were alone. This restaurant is no place to tell you something as personal and life-changing as landing my dream job on my climb up the ladder of success. Happiness spread through my body as Wilson's eyes lit up. You got the job. You got the job. My baby interning at the FHF, Wilson smiled. My mother's line sister is the program director for my fellowship, which is the only reason I even know. It isn't public knowledge yet. It isn't an internship because I'm getting paid, traveling with her to do presentations and other stuff most people in internships don't do. My smile matched his smile. I knew you'd get it, and not because of your mom's line sister. You're the smartest, prettiest woman I know. That is why I fell in love with you. His lips felt like butter as they touched the top of my hand. The girls are taking me to the World Natural Hair Show in Atlanta this weekend to celebrate. That is why we need to move our movie date to Friday. They said they would if I get the fellowship, since Portia won a four-person VIP ticket pack. The piece of bread I attempted to chew caught in my throat. You actually waited to tell me first? Wow, that is big for you, babe. Those chicks know everything before I do. At least I'll be able to say I knew this first. I'm flattered. Do your parents know yet? Wilson sipped his wine. 
I haven't spoken with my mom, so I don't know what her line sister told her. They may or may not know. It's not a competition. Telling you now is what matters for us, right? Zoe's words bounced around in my mind. Wilson laughed. I sound silly. I know just these marriage articles and books say the relationships that last are the ones where the couple is each other's best friends. That is what I want with us. I want to be your best friend so one day I can marry you. Oh, the bread in my mouth became drier. Let's focus on the friendship on our terms. Being best friends doesn't mean dibs on new information or any other silly rules. Relax and I'm sure everything will fall into place. True. You're so good for me. I love you, Nissa. Once this semester ends and the fellowship begins, I have to plan my schedule better. My eyes filled with love. You're very special to me. The best guy friend I've ever had for sure. That is something that won't ever change. I hear you. Just trying to be the hip hop in your left eye. Trying to become the neo soul in your right. Wilson tried to give me bedroom eyes and a sexy eyebrow lift. My own eyebrows lifted in shock. You've got to stop watching Love Jones. You're no Lorenzo Tate and I'm not trying to be Nia Long. Let's just be us and see where love takes us. On our wedding night, you may be the jazz in my left eye trying to become the R&B in my right. I love all four kinds of music. I hope you enjoyed My Crowning Glory, Chapter 1, written and read by Shawnita. That's me. Up next is Chapter 2.